The Chattanooga Drive-In Show is presented by Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard, the highest quality tires for all makes and models of vehicles, and the best service in town. And good morning, everybody. Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Jeff Stiles, Jim Lambert, Russell Stroud, Brian Stone. We've got Barry Quarter from the Times Free Press coming in today. He's going to hold my moronic hand through the process of getting the new iPad from the TFB so I can get the daily paper. And he's not an expert, but he knows more than I do, and he'll help us out. Plus, we've got a piece of news local. Might as well go ahead and start with it. Chris Thomas, the guy who's been heading up all of the efforts to animate the stadium, Finley Stadium, and do more other than just the Sunday market at the pavilion, is leaving his post. He was... uh, given it as a temporary assignment back in 2017, right before I broke my leg, and really, really made a tremendous amount of hay while the sun shined down. And, of course, we just saw the most successful event ever there. Yeah, his official title, what, executive director or something? That works for me. Uh, He was the dude in charge. There's the president of the stadium corporation, Mike Davis, and I'm assuming he'll take the Listen, I need friends in high places. Yeah, I I understand. (laughs) Chris is just a great guy. He was the right person for the job. I need to have the phone number of the guy who runs Finley Stadium. Yeah, I understand. Well, you you, you might get it here in just a minute when Barry comes in. Tom Benson will be joining us on Monday. I know we said that Barry was going to be in on Monday, but Tom's going to come in from the aquarium, of course, and this is the only day he could do it. they got a real cool thing coming up where they're going to actually auction off a bunch of the folk art that has been on oh. the, the wall as you leave the aquarium down That's there nice. for years and years. And, of course, we just saw the 30th anniversary, so I figured it would be a good time to right. catch up with them. Thank you to Quality Tire Pros over in Cherokee. Swinging by there today to have the dreaded pricing of my condenser for the air conditioning oh you got uh, it now they think there there Impressor. might a slight slight chance that it could just be a simple switch sure so the, 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 yeah the they honda, all say that honda crvs <laughs> have an issue with this little switch or whatever it might be and i'm i'm keeping I'll my fingers shocked. crossed i'm keeping my fingers just crossed. ask all your know-it-all friends oh it could be that thing <laughs> under that other thing oh i i did i did get, i did get the ac charger and i tried it on that vehicle it didn't work and i tried it on the mazda and it didn't work now it wasn't the charger fault it wasn't AutoZone's fault every okay, jerk you know. you know has got an opinion yeah. about what's wrong with your yeah, car absolutely. hey jeff you trying hitting me with a broomstick <laughs> man he's worked back in my day with my model t it's friday the 13th and if you add that to mercury and retrograde yeah, and the super flower blood moon i mean <laughs> nothing yeah, this this is this has got to be the, the end of, of time as it's a we bunch know of it. jargon hey jeff is your car a gemini or is it an aquarius <laughs> happy fr- for those of you with triscodecophobia sorry uh the, the 13th falls on a Friday more often than it doesn't, it seems That's to me. That's true. Yeah. Uh, all right, very or quickly. Or maybe you just notice it. Just no, to, it's because there's a dumb movie, and that's the only reason. A dumb movie? 13 of the, them. The, How dare you? The, Friday the 13th is the <laughs> finest of American cinema. <laughs> um, that was Halloween. The NPR pronunciation police are at it again. ASEAN. ASEAN. Like the cheese? No, like the, like the area, Asian. <laughs> oh, kill me now. I am Come serious on. as a heart attack. ASEAN. I, I've actually got it in the upfront wrap-up, but I'm going to go ahead and just say Who it right now. Who said that? The ASEAN conference in Thailand going on now, and he, he, did, he didn't say it just once. He said it 
50 is times in a, in a 10 minute story. No, no, it was one of the NPR correspondents I have that never, covers okay. the Asian theater. Whatever. Never in all of my life have I heard even Asian people no. say Ozzy. No, no, but, but get used to it. <laughs> it'll, no. be, it'll be you know, harassment, harassment, oh, you know, uh, Kiev, Kiev, whatever. It's coming your way. Uh, I will also note. We were talking about. Hey, what is the what is the guy that's playing with the Braves that's so hot that's going to be playing for Atlanta very soon? Not just for the Mississippi Braves. Uh, apparently, a real hot prospect is in town. Oh, now oh, oh, oh! Uh, Harris. Harris is his last name. Yeah, uh, he's. Uh, you had to ask because I was talking to somebody about it. I yesterday. was going to say apparently. No, he, nobody else knows his name. Yeah, I was going to so. say he, he's he's really good and he's going to be a major league. You know, and he's going to be in the show very soon. Michael so, Harris, I think, is his name. This this stand with the lookouts, I. I'm just I'm watching that story, and they said, by the way, this weekend, whatever it's called, Zoo School or Zoobies or one of these, you know, you know, th- the, these crazy clown, you know, performers or, or groups of them are going to be in town, and superstars, uh, superstars, thank you, are going to be superstars going to be here in town, and with their zany antics, their zany antics, and Rebecca looked at me, she goes. Are there antics that are not zany? <laughs> I said, you know, that's a good question. I am not sure that there are any antics that don't qualify as zany. So it, it seems like, like it's a Mitch Hedberg joke. <laughs> repetitive and redundant. I don't know if there are any antics which are not zany. Um, the, that was good. Also, inflation. Uh, Jen and I were just talking about it right before we stepped into the studio, and it made us both look downward and gaze yeah. in our shoes and be sad. Inflation is just killing everybody. Uh, I saw the numbers yesterday released from whoever releases these numbers. The modern American family <laughs> spending right now $450 a month Extra, more yeah. than they oh, did this man. time last year, not due to anything in their spending habits, just everything is up. I stopped on the way in and dropped a 20 at my little convenience store, the uh, the raceway over there that everybody's so nice, and something else on that in a second. But, but yeah, $20. I got two papers, newspapers, a biscuit, a Coke, Reese's peanut butter cup and three gallons of gas Breakfast for twenty dollars. Yeah, sounds pretty good for twenty dollars. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty brutal. That's just getting. Did you here. get any gas? Now I've got. Yeah, I've got to get through three dollars in gas. I got to still get back home and grab lunch. Wait, three gets three dollars in gas. That's under three a gallon. gallons. Three uh, gallons. Oh, three yeah. Gallons. That's right. It's <laughs> so three, that's three under a gallon. <laughs> no, it, it's just it, it it took less than twenty seconds to pump it. Put it to you that way. Anyway. I got nine point seven five of a gallon. <laughs> And the final thing before we actually turn it over to Russell, we don't have Dave Hooker today. Yeah, we do. Do we? Oh, yes. we did get him. We did get him. We did okay, get him. Right. I know he, his he, phone died. He was MIA for a while there. Yes. So I, last I heard, but he was just we were not going to have it. But uh, one other thing, I sometimes I I know that I am hypercritical of other media outlets and have been as long as I've been doing this because it's what I do. So I'm I, you know I pay attention, and the anchors every once in a while need to read forward. On, on their copy that they have in front of them that's mm-hmm. actually printed and not trust the teleprompter. Yes. Because they were talking about this dance Chattanooga or dance Tennessee ballet thing that we do here in town. And they have some professionals that come teach the kids at various places around town. And they have been able to do it for the last couple of years. So yay for them. I'm not I'm yeah. not I'm not saying anything about them or that program. I think that's wonderful. But the anchor says and this program which will help Thousands of kids this summer enrich their lives. Thousands. Thousands. Who possibly believes that there's a thousand people that will be touched by this program, much less thousands. And you've got to be able to self-edit when you know you're saying something that's not true. 
And if they don't yeah. look at their copy, I noticed this morning it was the first time I actually just really paid attention. They don't even rewrite their copy anymore. No, they not, don't. not only do they use the same story with the same video, they use the same intro, the same outro, the same mm-hmm. uh, witty banter for the pithy comments afterwards. Yep. It's the exact same from the night before, yep. from 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. or 5.30. <laughs> for God's sakes, you've got 12 hours to just do a, a, a mild rewrite. Just a, just change a few words up, so you're not just watching an exact copy. What used to drive me crazy with my my favorite alcoholic anchor Diane Sawyer <laughs> is she would she would do this thing. There's a would, lot of them now. That she would drive me absolutely crazy. Where there'd be some story about like you know dog rescues child from floodwaters, yeah. And the camera would come back to her and she'd go, a very inspirational story. Yeah, it's yeah, like well, you don't have to tell us that. It's like it, woman, I know. Either I we're, saw it. we're inspired or we're not. Yeah, you know she's an alcoholic. Have you seen her? Yes. She's an alcoholic. All, All right. right. Well, here, here. I've never thought of that before. I've yeah. never thought of it either. Here from the band who watches 100%. watches anchors more closely than I listen to them, <laughs> Russell Stride has some headlines for you. From your favorite non-alcoholic anchor. Mm-hmm, sure. But, <laughs> excuse me. At a budget meeting on Wednesday afternoon, Hamilton County Sheriff uh, Jim Hammond came before the county commission to ask for more money for the sheriff's office. Specifically, Sheriff Hammond, who is near the end of his final term, asked for $6 million that he will allocate toward hiring new corrections officers at Silverdale. Sheriff Hammond says that we are currently 68 to 70 officers short. Sheriff Hammond received some pushback, however, from Commissioner David Sharp, who said the sheriff's office has $8 million of budgeted money, which is currently unallocated. It's doing nothing. He could use that money instead of asking for more, says Commissioner Sharp. The Tennessee Highway Patrol, speaking of the uh, sheriff's office, says that a Hamilton County deputy caused a crash which injured both himself and another person. The THP says that a patrol car driven by Deputy Tyler McRae crossed the center line on 27 northbound in Sale Creek and crashed into an 18-wheeler headed the opposite direction. The extent of the injuries incurred was not stated, though it does appear that Mr. McRae, at least, is not in serious condition. The Bradley County Sheriff's Office says that two juveniles have been arrested after a video was spread around social media which depicted a dog being beaten to death with a stick. The Sheriff's Office says the two boys are 16 years old. Because they are underage, they will not be publicly named. The SPCA and the BCSO, Bradley County Sheriff's Office, Sheriff's Office good Lord, are working to find out who the owner of the dog was or if it had an owner at all. The two boys were charged with animal cruelty and killing of an animal. And finally, from the Nashville area comes a particularly vile story that I thought deserved attention. Three people, a police officer and two teachers, have been arrested, charged in the rape of a 13-year-old boy. Officer Corey Reed, a five-year Nashville PD veteran, is accused of sexual battery by an authority figure. The victim reportedly spent multiple nights at his home. 30-year-old Marvelous Brown, a band director at Jolton Middle, charged with aggravated rape, and Derek Hill, a high school health teacher, charged with aggravated rape. The three suspects are friends and served in a mentoring group, according to reports from the local area. And now to a lighter note, it's the Auxiliary Studio with Dave Hooker. No, it certainly wasn't Nick Saban, Dave Hooker off the hook sports. Nick Saban steadfastly denied any tampering involved with a possible recruitment of Tyler Harrell, the wide receiver out of Louisville that chose to go to Alabama just before the transfer portal closed. I was taken aback by the comments that was, I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything. We didn't tamper. Well, he doesn't have to, and that's a good way to separate yourself from a possible NCAA violation, if that even means anything anymore. So basically what Nick Saban is telling you 
is that he didn't direct anyone to recruit any transfer player, much less Harold. But the thing is, all he has to do is make a phone call, and even Lane Kiffin knows to use a burner phone. So are we really to believe that Nick Saban wouldn't tell these collective name, image, and likeness groups who he really wants? I think that's a bit of a stretch. Why wouldn't you go ahead and mention someone's name and see if the NIL group independently can go offer them cash and bring them over? That used to be called tampering. That's just called college football now. So Nick Saban used the old-fashioned, I didn't know, I wasn't aware. We've seen politicians do it, but frankly, Nick, you don't even have to do that anymore. It's all pretty much legal and although tampering is not legal, who's actually going to call you to the carpet? Absolutely nobody, because the NCAA has the power of a toothpick. Dave Hooker, off Dog Sports. As Saban walked away from the reporters toward the helicopter that was awaiting him on the grounds, he said, I can't hear your questions. What? What? I can't hear your questions. Russell, good job drunkenly stumbling through that last story. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Wow, that's okay. I... Uh, I'm mortified. It's it, horrible. Mortified. Both of those. Both stories. Both of those was horrific. Yes. Um, touch on that. I am to please. Cadis coming up, the sponsor of the Upfront Wrap-Up. We've got the headlines, bunches of them, to fill up your ear holes and brain cavities for the day. You'll know more than most. Council for Alcohol and Drug Abuse Services for 57 years. Treating people with their inpatient residential treatment, outpatient, traditional IOP, and medically assisted treatment services. We've got the Oasis Halfway House Family Way for Early Recovery Sober Living Apartments. It is Mental Health Awareness Week. It's Mental it Health. It's, can, can we speak today? I yeah, can't speak I, I, today I'm either. Forget it. Uh, last week was Nurses Appreciation Week. Next week is Police Awareness Week. Oh. A Police Appreciation Week. So we got a week and a day for everything, as we all know. That's why I was going to say the raceway. They actually did a story. They were people out pumping gas this morning yeah, for people, right. um, and it was all part of the mental uh, health awareness week and and things of this nature. Any anything that you know helps remove the stigma. They were pumping gas to. It was a it was a charity. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say they the, were giving the, some portion of it away to. Okay, I was going to say they yeah. just well, go to gas stations and pump gas. No, Speaking it was of, a specific uh, gas station. Okay, I got mental Sorry, health. Jeff. These two Bradley teenagers are, are dangerous psychopaths. Oh, dude, yeah, totally. Yes, they're, they're, they are. They're, they need to be kept away from polite society. Yeah, a dog until, is just the beginning. Until yeah. they are given a thorough uh, medical, you know, uh, re- Psych evaluation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They should not be in the general population. I'm sorry for the families, the parents who are mortified, I'm sure. When a, a six-year-old does that, it's one thing. Mm-hmm. When a teenager does it in tandem with somebody else and they videotape it, that's a whole another They issue. are going to commit crimes against humanity yes. around the corner. Yeah, that's yep. some if they Jeffrey Dahmer already. stuff. It's absolutely unbelievable. It is Jeffrey Dahmer stuff. He did the exact same thing. Yeah, uh, that's that's it's it's the it's the stepping stone. Mm-hmm. It's the gateway drug for for violent offenders. And uh, I just, you know, I, I'm the one that thinks Joker's Law is a joke. Uh, so it's this is not me being warm and fuzzy with my fur babies and that crap. I'm just saying, 
there's something wrong with these guys. Yeah. No, it, truly, it, it truly, takes truly a special is. kind of evil to intentionally harm animals like that. Yeah, in, in, helpless in a in a torturous setting. It'd be di- one thing if it was them, you know, putting down an animal that was sick. Everyone's dealt with that. But well, I've, I've had to you know, put animals down. Yeah, but, but they're freaking torturing this poor dog. It's horrible. Uh, so there's that. I'm also on the local scene. I need to point this out. Uh, Barry Court, I said, is is going to be joining us in a little bit. We'll talk about. Uh, Chris Thomas leaving, and we'll talk about the big the big moment coming up when they actually quit printing the Times Free Press only weeks away. Uh, the other local story that got my attention that didn't really make a big splash, Melidia Cluel will be resigning. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming she did keep her name. I always see it everywhere as, as still Cluel. So she I didn't, think she it's didn't hyphenated. Become, it, is it? Okay, yeah. she didn't become Pinkston. I'm not sure. Um, Chief of but, Staff yeah. for District Attorney General Neil Pinkston, who's still DA until uh, uh, the, Til the transfer takes August. over. Yeah. And uh, so Melidia is stepping down on the 17th, Yep. which will just be you know early next week, I guess. She's already filed her resignation. Her last day is the 17th, and she'll collect her final check basically that day. On the international tip, Human uh, Rights Chief of the United Nations says there is a shocking amount of civilian deaths that are equivalent to war crimes in his book. Uh, Ukraine now carrying out the first trial of a Russian soldier on war crimes inside their country. Um, And Russia says Finland will be upsetting the global balance if they joined NATO. They're not saying anything about Sweden. No, they don't care about. They Sweden. They don't care about Sweden. <laughs> Finland bothers them. Sweden's really not a bother when it comes no. to uh, uh, military anything. But I mean, uh, what what kind of global balance do we have right now? Authoritarian regimes doing whatever they want to do. We're trying to become an authoritarian regime here in this country. We have people pushing for it as we speak. Um, Kherson, the latest you know city uh, and region inside Ukraine that's now filled with Russian puppets at leadership. They had a lot of Russian-speaking people saying, we want to be annexed by Russia. This is all part of the propaganda machine, of course, and it'll be a, a farce vote. Uh, everybody will be forced to vote, and they'll be forced to vote in one way, saying, please annex us, mm-hmm. and we're watching that happen. I believe that that is the area that was mentioned early on by our uh, friend uh, that was in here the other day, the Ukrainian young lady. I think so. Uh, CNN video of... A security guard and the owner of a car dealership in Kiev being shot in the back after talking to Russian soldiers. There was not even a confrontation. Russian soldiers came up and security cameras talk, caught the conversation. The owner and the security guard, who was it's like 63, 64 years old, were walking away from the building, just walking away from it. Uh, they obviously said, we're, we're going to walk in there and take stuff. And they said, well, we don't want to die over this. And they shot him in the back mm-hmm. and then basically robbed everything in the store that they could possibly walk out with. Yeah, it happens pretty regularly, actually. Gee whiz. I, I, I literally couldn't watch the video. Um, Washington Post columnist Max Boot, speaking of this. Oh, that guy. Did you, did you? I mean, I thought this was, somebody needs to be saying this out loud in front of God and everybody other than just me. Uh, and th- we are dying for an authoritarian regime in this country. I talked about, you know, the rule by minority Um and it's more and more apparent that that is exactly what we're heading for. And he said the same thing. He said that most Americans are deep in a delusional state. They're in denial about what the MAGA wing of the Republican Party is asking for in this country. You know, we'll get to the editorializing later on. But, I mean, seriously, you've got about a third of the people in this country that are holding sway over the other two-thirds. And people are afraid to speak up especially in areas where they are in a very you know small minority, like here in our very red, red, red area in a red, red state. Um, 
Trump's D.C. hotel is no longer the Trump Hotel. It will become a Waldorf Astoria. Hmm. Uh, that leaves him with only one holding in the D.C. area. It's a golf course in northern Virginia that he never really paid a whole lot of attention to. Hmm. But they literally, people were cheering as the Trump sign came down. And it's a small group out of uh, Louisiana. I want to say they're going to make it a Waldorf. I wouldn't even price a Waldorf Astoria. Just the name would keep me away. <laughs> right. I'm assuming it's $1,000 a night at well, least. Well, not quite. Mm, that, that's a lot of money. Not quite that high. Um, that's what Airbnbs are for. Yeah. The um, judge uh, presiding over his contempt case removed the daily charge of $10,000 a day uh, that, you know, fine for not turning in the documents they requested. Oh, yeah. He said, as long as he turns them in by May 20th and pays the $110,000 in fines that he has already racked up. Yeah. Anybody believe he's going to do that? No. No, not for one second. No, his lawyers will stall it even more. Madison Cawthorn, again a laughing stock, saying, I wish the United States would spend $40 billion on veterans affairs. The budget for veterans affairs is $301 billion. I was going to say, I think we could $301 billion a year. So Madison, again, showing his absolute abject ignorance. Yeah, the money's all fake anyway. Dozens of homes lost in Fay Laguna Beach, California, to a very small but very intense wildfire. Only 200 acres. It just happened to eat up multi-million dollar homes. Yeah, there's like that a, gets attention. Yeah, like a 10, I think, million dollar mansion got eaten up by it. Terrible. Uh, there is a thousand pound great white shark, as we mentioned yesterday, patrolling the East Coast. It made the the national news uh, in a big way. People love a good shark story. And uh, I thought it was the one that we actually all got to see tagged that they've been monitoring. You know, we still don't have a single one frame of video anywhere on the planet of great white sharks mating. Still to this day, we've never seen it. We don't know where it happens. We know where they calve. Um, But the idea that was put forth in the book Jaws that a great white shark is territorial, will stake out territory and stay there as long as their food supply seems to be playing out to be real. I mean, actual reality at this time. And and it really was always considered to be kind of a, a non-starter, that whole concept that great white sharks were like, you know, um, a lynx, a lynx in Canada. Uh, never ever spends the night in the same place. They mm-hmm. are constantly on the move from the day they're born. They move, 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 move. Don't sharks they, like have to move or they'll die? Uh, they do. They do, yeah. but they, they could always move around a circle. Well, yeah. The sure. happiest you know animal on the planet is a goldfish and only has a 10-second <laughs> attention span. <laughs> oh, look what I got. It's, oh, look here. Brave new world. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> Frontiers to conquer. Um, let's see here. TDOT has uh, laid out its charging plan for electric vehicles. Uh, electric vehicle deployment plan kind of dipping into the military verbiage. Say, that sounds like some sort of military action. It's all good, though. Signal Mountain and Highway Safety Office of Tennessee conducting a safe bike event this weekend. If you'd like to check into it, feel free. President Biden goes to Kankakee. What a great name. <laughs> Where is that? Kankakee, Illinois, I believe. Hmm. I believe that is correct, Kankakee. It's in uh, it's in the Arlo Guthrie song, you know, City of New Orleans, about the train. Hmm. Okay. He's there and pledging support for American farmers and food for Ukraine. More support for farmers so we can feed Ukraine 
and possibly get some baby formula back on the shelves. I was gonna say, I, I, that I, would be good. I hate to say it, but I don't think we should be sending food to Ukraine. I think we should be keeping it here because we're going to be seeing shortages. We're going to see shortages. Well, again, with the avian flu, we're killing chickens and eggs as fast as we can. Yeah. We just saw what's happening with you know wheat rotting mm-hmm. you know, on the Ukrainian ports because they can't get out. Um, a reporter, I cannot pronounce her name. I apologize. She is world-renowned in the Arab world. She is an American citizen. Palestinian-born, became an American citizen, and a reporter for Al Jazeera... Oh, she was murdered, ...was yeah. shot and killed by Israeli bastards, uh, snipers, and clearly done purposely. She was wearing a you know bulletproof jacket, a flak jacket, that had press on the front, press on the back. They knew her by sight mm-hmm. and killed her dead yesterday. And yep. people are truly upset. I'm sorry, I I cannot call her name off the top of my head. Even looking at it, it was hard for me to pronounce. The uh, the my my fault. IDF does this a lot, actually. They they murder journalists uh, all the time, and they Bastards. murder I, I, a what, lot of other people where, too. Where is their support for what we're trying to do in Ukraine? They uh, don't have an interest. There is none. In their Jewish population in Ukraine, huge. That's what I thought. I, why are they not helping? They, Maybe they are behind the scenes. I don't know. Uh, they are to a small degree, <clears throat> but uh, they've so far not really done much of anything regarding the Ukraine situation. I think they prefer to stay neutral. Another little happy story. The American Canoe Association also doing a kayaking clinic. This is also Safe Boating Week. There's another week for Wow. You. Safe Boating Week. So b- pick your... Yeah, pick write your all this down. Make sure you yeah. don't forget. <laughs> the... Um, Settlement for the Surfside condo collapse. What a shocker. Oh, my goodness. $1 billion. How yeah. fast could they have turned that around? Well, apparently the judge wanted it expedited. He didn't want well, it to be sure dragged did. out. Well, he sure did. $997 million. And it, B- you know, each? million dollars. Yeah. No, no, no. no, no. $997 million dollars total. That's a billion dollars yeah. they say that for they're, the families of the people that were killed in that collapse. Yeah, they, the lawyer uh, this morning said that there is another potential plaintiff that could be added to the class action, which would put it over the $1 billion threshold. Hmm. Be almost, I think, one the few times in history we've ever seen a lawsuit over a billion dollars. The ASEAN conference in Thailand <laughs> uh, taking up China versus Taiwan, the mess that is Myanmar, which oh, is yeah. a god-awful mess, and North Korea, their missile launches, even as North Korea now admits for the first time that they do indeed have coronavirus inside their country. They've been saying they haven't had a single case, and we all know yeah. that's a lie now. Yeah, they said, I think yesterday, they had their first case ever. Yes. Uh, that's what they did is anytime anybody was showing even the mildest cold or flu symptoms, they put them in basically concentration camps. Mm-hmm. They had told them they they called them you know hospital camps, but they were just interred until they were either better or they died. They just they don't want the world to know that they have the weaknesses that we have. Yep. Uh, Sri Lanka military lockdown there. I spent a night with one of my best friends when I went down to see my mom uh, this last weekend Mm -hmm. and his wife Isabella who is actually Brazilian was raised she's like you she just can't figure out what she is she was Brazilian (laughs) but was raised in Sri Lanka and actually they their family were very close friends with Arthur C. Clarke he he chose he chose to live in Sri Lanka Mm -hmm. after the wild success of 2001 and he became you know filthy rich wow good for him and he, he embraced the culture you saw him he was always wearing uh, you know, a, a formal kimono. Yeah. And uh, he actually sided with the Tamil Tigers. Oh, uh, that's for, for a while politically. That's maybe. different. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say he didn't fight with them, did no, he? No, 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 no. He was already too old was, for that. He's like an old guy by the 60s. Yeah. And uh, again, speaking of minority rule, 58% of Tennesseans polled in the recent uh, couple of weeks released yesterday say they are strongly against banning books in schools. 
So you've got close to two-thirds of the people will being completely ignored, being bulldozed by the one-third very loud minority. And this is what we see happening again and again and again and again. And we'll go ahead and do the Everybody's Got One. And, uh, Brian, if you'll poke your head out there and see if Barry's with us. He's here. We will get him in. Are we swapping? I'm just going to, yeah, we'll okay. go ahead and do the swap. And I, I, I'm just, I'm just going to continue along the lines I'm already, you know, talking about, about this minority rule thing, an authoritarian government. Apparently, some people begging for it out there. Everybody's Got One, the editorial segment of the podcast, the Chattanooga Driving Show podcast, found at every podcast platform possible, with the exception. Yes, we're having issues with Apple. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know why the RSS feed is not working. Um, I'll try to figure that out today. We've had numerous people that have uh, few, contacted yeah. us in the last couple of days saying, yeah. what's happening, what's happening, what's happening, and we don't know. We don't uh, know. It is on Spotify. It is on Facebook. This is still a new science, uh, and we're still kind of trying to get our brains wrapped around it. But this segment brought to you by People's Home Equity. Get pre-approved, save time, money, stress, and worry. Bruce Dodd and Trevor Glass, 591-9801, chatmortgage.com. And I'm just going to repeat what I've already said. There are literally millions of people in this country who seem to want authoritarian rule. They want a strong man in office who will tell them what's what and what to do so they don't have to think for themselves. It's it's pretty simple. Do we want an American Putin? These people do. Do we want an American Taliban forcing their will upon everybody in the country? That's what these people want because they're right and we, the majority, are wrong. And they want to convince us that we're wrong by forcing us to march to their drummer. And it's really, really a sad scenario, but this is exactly what we're seeing right now. I mean, the blame laying. If, if you are not succeeding in this country, it's your fault. Your fault. But people in the lower income brackets, people in rural areas especially, always looking for a scapegoat, always looking for somebody else to blame. And that's exactly what we're doing. We're blame laying. We're using fear, loathing, resentment to lash out against other people that we think are getting some special deal from the government when they're not getting anything more than the people are getting in the rural areas. There are more people around here on food stamps out in the country, out in the county, than there are in the inner city. But they ignore those facts. They just want somebody to do their thinking for them. They want to salute a flag that stands for something that it never really has been able to represent. And this has just become an untenable scenario in my opinion and when i say american taliban i don't know exactly what else you would call them their religious beliefs including you know pro-life issues and everything that goes along with it uh the 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 hatred they have for lgbtq uh people for black lives matter movement is just off the charts it can't even be measured anymore and you see this minority taking over state by state legislature by legislature in arizona State Representative Mark Finchman, leading candidate for a congressional seat there, a big QAnon conspiracy theorist, wants to decertify and set aside Arizona's electors from 2020 and basically have the power to appoint them himself. And they would declare whatever they wanted the winner of the state's presidential election to be. They would they would have all the power, the people that basically cast their votes. If it doesn't go the way this board wants them to go, then... They, it just doesn't go that way. And you're seeing the same thing happen in Georgia. Obviously, Jody Heiss down there, Trump endorsed. Entire campaign is based on the implicit promise to use his power to subvert future election losses. 
and what Raffensperger refused to do by doing his actual job when he was pressured by President Trump, which we all see. It's right there. It's right in front of your eyes. What he did was illegal, unethical, immoral, wrong on every level if you're a true American patriot. But people want to call themselves patriots while signing onto this BS. Uh, Minnesota, Kim Crockett called the election in Georgia rigged and has centered her campaign on a series of proposals to make voting more cumbersome there. Jim Merchant in Nevada. I think it's actually Marchant. Marchand. I don't even know how you pronounce it. Jay Schroeder in Wisconsin. All of these people basically saying this, let me put people in control and we'll win these elections for you, you third of the population. It's an absolute ridiculous scenario that we're facing right now. And I challenge anybody out there who feels like they can intellectually step up to this argument, feel free. 301-9229 or get in contact with Jen. We'll arrange for a time for you to come in and tell me otherwise. Do. You will lose. 635-3557. You will, you will lose that argument. There's a 100% guarantee. So feel free. Step on up and get your cranium cracked. All right. Uh, normally, yeah. We're not having you on the show, by the way. So. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, Brian will stand in the schoolhouse door you can call the nine but you're not coming on the show <laughs> all right so we're, instead of going to duh let me just go ahead and just and well i don't you feel well, duh do you feel dush carrot today yeah. I, I don't know man do you need a minute but uh, no, no, a no, duh. no 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 i feel like i need to give you a minute or something <laughs> no, I'm, I'm good i'm all good uh barry corden here from the times free press and i want you to hold my hand i noticed he didn't bring it though he didn't bring an ipad no literally literally through this process <laughs> of how this is going to happen. First, though, talk to me about Chris Thomas leaving and talk to us. I mean, I mean, Brian, he needs the contact. I just want, yeah, I want to know what's I, going I on. I can't lose a phone number that matters. <laughs> it's man. in his know, contacts, right? man. I know, me either. Yeah, you know, that's big news. Um, it is big news. What a weekend. You know, I mean. Kane Brown slays it, you know. I didn't even put it together until, honestly, he was talking to Mike Davis, the board chair, yesterday, and, and Chris had told me, you know, they went from Kane Brown to Mother's Day at the market. I know. After a week's worth of preparation yeah. for the show, they actually had it broken down or breaking down yeah. as the market rolled in and all those vendors. I wondered how that logistical Smoothly. potential train wreck was going to go, but they, they got it done. Apparently it went very, very well. Uh, Kane's people uh, had the stage down and everything basically gone except for the uh, covering on the field. They were still working on that uh, Tuesday, I think. Uh, that was a massive endeavor. Did you go to the concert? I couldn't. Uh, I've, I've, Brian knows. I, I had to, I don't mind telling anybody because I've told everybody, I had a hip replaced three weeks oh, ago. Oh, yeah. Old. Actually, so I old. had heard that. You're yeah. so old. You would have died I in the amount of walking that was going on in this place. I know. You would not have made it. I would not have made it. I, I was even like, Barry, come on, man. You can pull this off. And once <laughs> I got, I was like, nah, Barry couldn't pull this I off. I could not have done it. It was, I would be miserable today. You know, but I really wanted to go because uh, as I, I told Brian, this felt like last week before it even happened. You know, a pretty historic event it was for the city. Well, sure fifteen thousand paying customers. I guess we've always said twenty-two thousand is the real. I think it was seventeen plus. But yeah, then, then then that Chris said he thought yeah. it was seventeen plus with the the. You know, there's going to be a lot of freebies. There's going to be a lot that, of people with passes. And I think they had a little bit of some issues with a couple of the turnstiles or something. So he he told me he and Kane's people all put it at just over seventeen thousand. Well, and then I mean the actual when they're talking twenty two thousand, but 
there's the the staging itself takes up space right you know you can't you can't put somebody in every seat no and they did have people down on the field but uh i mean i heard brian talk about it and brian was texting me that night and monday well, several people from cfc sunday. here were there they said it, yeah, was, it was a blast it's just everything was first class and every everybody was happy um well knowing chris very well and you know paul his his old partner i mean they they were the people to take over when they did at the market and Chris was definitely the person to take over the stadium. You know, I, I, I held that post for one, you know, non-magical summer when Frank Burke was in charge down there, and it was extremely difficult yeah. to get that board. It was like turning a B-52. I mean, it, it took every ounce of your energy and lots of time to get them to bank a little bit, a there 10% was, turn. There was a whole lot. There were more people involved at that time, so it's a little more streamlined. You know, Mike uh, Davis, is he in charge now? Well, is the board and Chris, Chris was able to make decisions and get things done, whereas before, oh, yeah. I won't go too deep into it, but there oh, were some contracts made that yeah. shouldn't have been made and that controlled the pavilion. Sure. And so there was just a That's lot. what I ran up against. Exactly. I mean, literally, concert bookers, people that actually work for the bands or for touring agencies that book bands into venues, they would ask questions that there were no answers to. I mean, we didn't even know what the capacity was. We had no blueprints. There was no, you know, area for staging and lighting for for sound. And you know, we did the best we could in the amount of time we got, you know, things done there. But, I mean, literally, I was told by people, we don't want to do that because we don't want the work. We don't want the extra well, there's, work. There's some of that, but it was also, yeah, you can do it, but you, you're going to write me a big check for me not to work. Yeah. Or you're going to let me do it. You know? Yeah. So there was a lot going on. And uh, anyway, Chris is, is uh, you know, by all He's sticking accounts, with the market, right? He's going to keep the market, yeah. yeah. Um, this was a, the, the Finley gig was an interim gig uh, intended five years ago. Uh, they made it somewhat permanent. And as Mike Davis told me and Chris said, I probably stayed longer than he intended. But he, he, he said the not just that it was Kane Brown, but a concert was the last item on his a we one big prove, concert. Prove so that was that his bucket list. That was his to do list. Well, congratulations, Chris, and, and good luck to you. And, and we'll see who might be, you know, put into that slot if there is anybody. Uh, somebody will have to do the day to day, you know. To, to well, he's staying until the end of June. Uh, Mike Davis said he has some ideas. He, they didn't. Uh, I don't think he had a, you know, a list of uh, people just yet. They well, talk about it. Uh, the TFP made the announcement, you know, a couple of months ago, uh, and. It was a bomb drop for me, and I talked to you immediately, is this true? And, and yeah, the paper was going to quit publishing in June. Is that is that target date, the 1st of June? Is Next it week. still coming up? I think Next I, week. I, I think Next I'm week. the last. I think my house, my area, and I live on Missionary Ridge, is the last to get uh, a, a printed paper delivered. If I'm not mistaken. So well, I find this to be up. a depressing day. I, well, uh, very much so. I have, I have. I got news. So I went by the paper this morning to talk to the guy in charge so I could come and give you guys actual information rather yeah, than just make it up, which is, my normal which is what way. we normally yeah. do. Yeah, Just sound real authoritative. Um, but there several questions that I've heard, and to your point is, you know, you know, hold my hand and walk me through it. I'm not sure I can do that other than call the paper, and they have plenty of people to do it. They, The whole Kelly building, as we call it, the, the single-story building that's over yeah. there to the right, is set up just for this. There are tables and chairs and big sign the on, transformation. The, on the front door. This is where they're having people come down and they'll show you. Or, like they did with my mother, they knocked on the door and 
said spent 15 minutes with her and said here's your ipad set her up with a password and here's how to use it and all of that so here's here's the only thing i really know you have to subscribe to get the ipad and it, it pretty much ends right there to be honest but i mean even you know just the the printed paper like you said maybe your neighbor is the last one to get it but we quit you never got it in dunlap and i think that was really decisions made by dunlap merchants but in saudi we used to get the daily paper, and then it got down to just the Sunday paper. To get a paper, I have to come to town. Well, all right, so this was a surprise to me. Um, so a couple of questions that I've had were, what about Wednesday food coupons? Huh. Well, we're going to continue to print People the community news oh. sections, okay. you know, which come um, Wednesdays. Wednesdays, and they will fold food into that. They will also expand it. So now it's kind of a zone thing, but all subscribers will get it. You're, they're also trying to figure out ways to get those coupons on your iPad. Um, it used to be Tuesday means food, and then it was Wednesday means yeah. food. So now Wednesday will still mean food, but it'll, it'll all be wrapped up in the community in section. In the community, and you'll get okay. those coupons and, and uh, you know sales and what whatever. The other thing, and I didn't realize, is they are going to continue to print a daily paper. A couple of thousand, he didn't know the exact number, two, three, four thousand dailies, and those will go into rack sales. So if you So can, I'll still be able to get a you'll paper. Still be able to get a paper every day and they'll go to like hotels and motels. That was I'm not trying to I'm not trying to steer anybody else away from making the transition, which you guys are, you know, one of the final papers really to do it. Uh, the people down in my hometown of Bowden don't get the AJC anymore either, Atlanta Journal Constitution. Yeah. They don't. They don't have them anywhere. Right. Um, so I'm not trying to do that. But oh, I'm try just, to find a Tennessee and a Nashville. Yeah, it's not possible. I know. I know. Right. But for, for me, for me, this is Alabama. this is the way I, I live. I'm so to right get it, so to get a printed paper, you'll have to go to a hotel or where rack sales. And I don't know the list. Okay. I mean, we find out. So if you're, but if the you've race went on the mountain down. The race went on the mountain. Down. Okay. <laughs> so if you've subscribed, which I have, to the digital version. Will they bypass giving me an iPad? That's the other question that I've gotten a lot of. If I already, what if I already have an iPad? Like right. I have a brand new iPad. Sure. How about giving me a discount? And the the answer, and I hope you guys will understand as we're sitting in this room, you're not paying for the iPad. You're paying for me. You're paying for the content. You're paying for my salary. You're just you're, you're borrowing the iPad. The That's iPad a is a loaner. And that's right. It's a perk. And that is the other thing that I want to say about it. It comes loaded with all of our magazines and all of our other things. But it Chatters also... Chatters and get outs and... Edge, all that. But it also is an iPad. And it is fully operational. And it is yours that, to use. That was one of the big questions I had. And I thought that it would only be for no. the paper. And Brian and Jen corrected yeah, me. I don't, I don't and said, no, how. I think it will actually be a working yeah, iPad. sure. Which actually probably would be a boon for me. Because it would give me a lot more access to stuff that I, I don't even use. I don't even use the home computer anymore. I don't even think it's plugged in. Yeah. And it goes, Rebecca went to a laptop long ago, and I just don't do that much, you know, yeah, surfing. If you, if you were to get one, you could take your pictures. You can watch Netflix. You can do anything that any other person can do on their iPad but, as long as you're paying the rental now when you quit as i said last time i was here when yeah. you quit paying it we're gonna come get that ipad it's not yours to keep we'll, yeah so there is that well hang on a second now will i be able to subscribe if i want to do this and get the ipad will it come will they give it to me if i live way out in the middle of nowhere sequatchie county as far which as is I where I, I live because i i that was another thing that was going around is it was just going to be for the metro area and i don't know that i'm in it 
Um, you're not in it. No. You're, but well, you're, you are for work. So. Yeah. I mean, if you subscribe, I don't know why you would probably have to go down to the building and get it. But right. The other thing I Isn't learned that what you run is, into? Did, or don't you subscribe and you haven't gotten it yet? I subscribe, but I, it never occurred to me to go down and get it because I just use my phone. It's, however, there are advantages. However, I would like to, because I subscribe for, this, for the podcast... I'd like to be able to give him the sure. iPad. Sure. You know. That was the question. That was why the, the hotel thing came up that my wife wanted to know because, you know, she's the innkeeper yeah. up at Bluffview. And so, you know, they'll leave a handful laying around and they get read all. Sure. Through. Well, you can't do that with an iPad. Right. So that that was answered. The other thing is um, people in their homes might have Internet, but not Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. We'll actually give you a router that that's part of the deal. Wow. So that's that's iPad, a hell of a give. We're going to bring in a router and set it up for you and make sure it's working and and all of that. Brian, how how are you how are you going to how are you going to do all this? How are you reacting to this? He's going to beg me to give him password. <laughs> give me your password, Barry. Let's imagine you're a normal person. Uh, I'm not going to be involved with any of it. Um, I've I've been I've said it all the time and I totally mean it. I think the Time Free Free Press is a fantastic newspaper and oh, we're I so and lucky. I love newspapers. But I don't buy subscriptions. I don't read the paper online. I just don't do it. Like, I, I, give me the paper, the literal piece of paper, and I'll read it in my hand. I don't. Again, I don't. I don't pay I, for anything. I online. don't want to dissuade anybody otherwise. But if it's if it's doable for me to get a printed paper, that's what I'm going to do. Look, there's no I doubt. Mean, talking, I know there's. Gonna be I some, collect there's newspapers. Gotta be a lot of old I literally stuff. collect yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, big banner headlines. We all got them. That's. Uh, I was actually in a PR firm a couple of months ago, and their their whole wall is covered with clippings and she's like what happened i got the manchester yeah. times from 2002 I've, i mean i've yeah. got papers all over my house yeah. I, I don't collect ipads look <laughs> you got you got you got the the, the, the articles on the disaster <laughs> area that was bonnaroo yeah oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's that was a good time yeah your your uh, your album of ipads yeah that's a nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. put that just, in a frame just, over there just just do it just do a screenshot and like just that. put it up on the wall i like that yeah. <laughs> you have to come by and touch it to make it appear um but I mean, look, you're talking to a guy who wakes up in the morning, turns you guys on, gets the paper out of the yard, reads Smart it from man. cover to cover, does the crossword puzzles, and then goes to work. You know, you every day for I don't know how long I've been doing that. So this is a big change for me as well. Yeah. But I also use my wife as an example. She wanted no part of a phone or an iPad several years ago, and we bought her an iPad anyway, and you can't get that thing out of her hand. I can, so people I can be adapt, honest. You know? I, totally frank here. I can't manipulate this phone at this size with font this small while I'm speaking and, and, and conducting the show, which I want to be able to do. I can talk and shuffle these things around and look for stuff and keep my train of thought, mm -hmm. but I, I can't manipulate. Now, if I have something that is larger, the font's larger, can I cut and paste? Can I just grab one article and sure. get a paragraph, grab another article, get this paragraph and put them on one page like I do this? I mean, yeah. literally this handwritten sheet. You're going to have trouble with it no matter what. I yeah. think it's I will. It's going to be an adjustment for Yeah, you. I'm an idiot. I mean, you, look, no, it doesn't mean you're an idiot. No, it just it means yeah, it's it a totally different world yeah. of being able to – I, yeah. look, relay I information i realize who i'm talking to the, la <laughs> the last time you came to visit me at the paper you brought a shoebox and a rolodex and said here everything's in there you need for this story yes, yes i did and i said yes, no I, yes, yes i did <laughs> that, that's not how this is gonna work that rolodex still sits on the computer <laughs> desk that is unplugged at and the house <laughs> napkins with notes on it and said it's all in there figure stick it out. figures indicating motion uh, uh 34 dollars a month yes 
$34 a month. $34 a month, and that's firm. The other reason for that is we did introductory, you know, for all these years, and it just confused people, to be what quite What happens honest. if somebody breaks the iPad? Like, will we replace it? I don't know what the warranty. I haven't read all the, the fine print. Right. I, I would Imagine assume you if you're you paying, it, we're yeah. going to, you know, there's got to be a, a way. We want right. you to continue. Sure. Um, but people will misuse them, take them on the boat with them. and Yeah. Well, I mean, what if it just drops and cracks? I, I will also say, and, and I have no reason to doubt this information, but so far the reaction has been a whole lot more positive than negative. You know, we're obviously trying to reach a demographic that is somewhat older. They're longtime newspaper readers, subscribers. Sure. And for the most part, they're adapting because you get the iPad, which does more than just the one thing, which when people get it in their hands and realize what all it will do. But we're also, and I, this is the part, that we haven't had a lot of discussions, at least from my end, is how do we really take advantage of that? Like, you know, instead of one picture that you might get in a printed version, we can now include all of them. Yeah. That do we they, took, and video do yeah. they, and audio and anything that, else that we can think nice. of it. Predict yeah. or do they actually feel that moving to this format will help them with younger demographics? Yes. Make it more attractive. This is the future. This is not a stopgap to you know buy us this another week or a month. This is what our publisher Walter Hussman thinks is is the way forward. Whether AM stereo. A, AM stereo is how, coming soon to a radio. You might, not, you. you might not be able to answer this, Barry, but uh, you might have an idea. How many markets are doing something like this around the country? To my knowledge, it's just us, and we we. Are, I've not heard. I've not heard of it anywhere yeah. else. But yeah. I also don't. You know, I don't look yeah. for that information. That's a good uh, question. Us is Waco. We are the Chattanooga Times Free Press is owned by Waco, which is Walter A. E. Hussman company out of Little Rock, Arkansas. He owns several TV stations, radio stations, newspapers in Arkansas and and outside. So it's to my knowledge, it's just, you know, his footprint that is I mean, doing this. Many doing markets this are, are cutting circulation and going to only a few days a week. I mean, right. I've, I've read this in, in right. countless areas of the town, especially or of the country, especially smaller areas. But I have not heard this model at all. Again, right. I'm not looking for that information, so that doesn't mean it's not happening. It's been written up in, uh, I think the New York Times did it not too long ago, and of course some of the like editor and publisher. So it's starting to get talked about and, and looked at. Um, what an investment, though. I mean, that's what you got a room full of iPads, going, like five million iPads you hand out. And everybody's got their own password and routers. Somewhere around six million dollars on wow. iPads. Jeez, amazing! The router—that's that's impressive that yeah. you're doing All that. Right. And, and I, going back to the, you know, since we're printing daily, that was a concern I had: is what about our pressmen? Right. You know, we've some of them we don't have the same number, but we still have pressmen there every day. Yeah. Uh, this is their job. It's their it's job, their, life, and, their and, career. And Mr. Husband put quite a bit of money into the press. And that's a yeah. monster a, machine. That. Yeah, yeah you seen it, that right? machine takes yeah, you, up like you, five you, stories. Yeah. Yeah. You remember when the paper got all wonky for a little bit because yeah. they were making the transition yeah. and there was all the colors <laughs> were all off band. They were saying, "Bear with us, bear with us." Took you know? a year. Yeah, took a year to build that thing. I mean, if you've never seen a, a printing press at a newspaper, it's worth it's it. It's like the Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Yeah. In there. All right, really, really. Yeah. Final selfish question is: How could I find out? Literally, I'm. Being serious here, and this is for everybody like me. If my place where I get my papers, like the raceway I just mentioned, the Signal Mountain, will they have them? Or I'll stop at a hotel and get one. I, I got no problem doing that. I'll pay them. Yeah, there is. I know you can go to our web page, and there is a uh, you know FAQ page where you can find out all these sorts of things. Uh, and I think that we've even done a video. 
um, you so you could probably go online and and or call. I think it's tell uh, your wife to stick one in the mailbox for me. I'll leave her two bucks. Well, you know, it's funny. I was thinking that. How can I get it one delivered to my house every day? Maybe there's a teenager very, that needs a very quickly. <laughs> last thing, we got to let you go and get Russell back in here very fast. Uh, your take on Riverbend lineup this year? Uh, it's funny. Uh, Hoppy just called me about 30 yeah. minutes ago, and he said, I- I'm so out of touch. Is this a good lineup? And I, yes. I have said, it's an I, excellent lineup. I don't think there's a bad act on this list. No, I think it's an excellent lineup. Yes. I think Saturday is show up when it starts, stay on. Saturday's night. wall-to-wall. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. And now, Sunday fall. is very good. Friday is just only because Not necessarily it's a little for more you. country. Yeah. Yeah, my, you know, but they're still they're good acts. What about Full Moon or Moon River? Moon River, uh, I like. It's not as I think Riverbend is better. I think that Riverbend, yeah, from I kind of jokingly refer better than Bonnaroo. I kind of j- jokingly refer to Riverbend as the Half Moon Festival this yeah. year because they were clearly copying the the format and the as they and the lineup. But I, it really, I think it surpasses Moon River this year to a large degree. Yeah, but it, ro- it rocks harder than anything Moon River has thought about doing. Yeah. That's yeah, Americana. Well, yeah, exactly. Cage the elephant. My God, I yeah. mean that's but but. Moon River, that setting, man, is hard to be. Oh, yeah, it it, truly. It's I agree with friendly. that. And again, and they know I what mean, they're doing. Yeah. If you're going to these it. festivals, you're not going just to see a band. You're, you're going for the gig. You know, you're going for the whole atmosphere. What about Bonnaroo? I thought it was weak. It sucks. Yeah. I thought it was lame. <laughs> you can't really wait, good. but it sucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, again, I'll they'll, they'll be there. Yeah, yeah right. We're, we'll be there. Um, it's, you know, it's never not great, as we say on our T-shirt. <laughs> okay. Um it, the, it's the worst festival lineup in the country, I think. I, I, I just, yeah, it's it's staggering. I mean, it's still plenty great on there, but it, I, I, when you just when you're stacking them up against everybody else, I mean, it's well, just you, not that good. You can't, I mean, you it, can't it go happens. head to head with the Jazz and Heritage Festival, but others like you know Forecastle. Forecastle, yeah, there's a bunch. Shaky knees, I thought last Shaky week was, was a terrific great. lineup. Yeah. Um, they had great weather. You know, we'll be there. I understand the ticket sales for Bonnaroo were down, which is, yay, good for us. Yeah, you know, it just I mean, <laughs> means you got some elbow room. You get to be exactly. able to breathe without breathing somebody's uh, arm. I'm all happy about it. So, yeah, it's, I, I, I will – let me, if, if I can, just real sure. quick. I think, based on looking at all the lineups and the way it's going, I think this feels like sort of a transitional year. I think we're going to lose some. They can't all survive. Uh, you know, they're all trying to figure out what lane they want to be in. And to in. make up for two years of no to festival. To make up, and, and, you know, bands are not just doing festivals. They're touring. They're doing shows. So, I mean, we're just inundated with sure. options right now. So something's got to give. Well, man, good to see you as always. And the website, people want to go and, and do the frequently asked questions on this stuff? Yep, timesfreepress.com. There you go. You can go there. There's a link. And uh, baby needs new shoes, so come on. Thank you, buddy. Buy these subscriptions. <laughs> Thank you for listening every day, too. I need yeah. to give you a shirt for your brother. Sweet. Can you give this to Mike? Yeah, to Mike. Oh, yeah, sure. And uh, tell him we said hi and thanks. You, you did have to say that on the air, though. Too. <laughs> I did. Now, now you can't never know. <laughs> That's for Mike. All right. <laughs> All right. Duh, the Doug category schwa brought to you, of course, as always, by the good folks at Guardian Investment Advisors. Gary Thurman and Tide McIntosh, 710-9199. If you want to invest, you definitely want to invest with professionals who care about you and are going to be friendly and kind and courteous and talk to you when you call that number, 710-9199, to show you a little bit of what they they do. They're having a webinar tomorrow to answer people's frequently asked questions about this crazy topsy-turvy market we're in. Uh, Yeah. This very insecure and unstable seemingly market and whether or not we should be worried i'm following my own advice and everybody else's i'm just not looking my mother is very concerned I just, she I just, checks every five I minutes i don't want to look she's freaking out i will just say this uh we the show is friends with a person who handles the housing market 
statistics for the Greater Chattanooga Realtors Association. They cover Hamilton, Sequatchie, Catoosa, Dade, and Walker counties and represent all 2,700-plus realtors. We've been talking about housing prices and rent. He is saying that Wednesday, this this Wednesday, the housing data for April dropped and the median sales price was up to $302.5,000 for a home. And the days on the market, the average amount that, that you know, it takes for, to sell a house is now 14 days. Gee whiz. They're only listed for 14 so days. So at that median price, median price. It's, it's being sold in less than two weeks. Absolutely. I, that's, I don't understand it. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. <laughs> Jeff, as usual, when it comes to things financial, uh, today's a Who could afford that, moment. though? Uh, apparently a whole lot of people, most of whom are coming in from other places right. and other cities, right. not not the home And a lot of lower-end uh, properties, lower-priced properties are being bought up by uh, companies that are flipping property. Sure. The, yes. I, I, I get in and my mailbox, cash. I get in my mailbox, sell your crappy distressed property yeah. every day. And it's all, I, every day I'm like, I really could get out from underneath this distressed piece of crap I'm in, except I kind of like living here, yeah. so I don't do it. But yeah, don't the, do it. Well, I'm not going to, but yeah. but I'm I'm tempted literally every time I go to the mail, mailbox because yeah. there's this this whole industry of buying up the not three hundred thousand dollar properties, the hundred and twenty thousand dollar properties, and then they turn them into two hundred and fifty thousand well, yeah. dollar properties. The rest of the the rest of the media finally caught up with what we had last week talking about the eight hundred you know new homes out there on the riverfront. It's actually going to be. Seven hundred and fifty. Now they're saying, and if you don't know where we're talking about, it's uh, right below the CB Robinson Bridge there, where Central Soya used to be, mm. and uh, the feed mill. And uh, and some people remember when that feed mill actually, you know, uh, semi blew up once a long time ago. Oh, I mean, time ago. that's. I mean, that it, it is a. It is just kind of an unbroken view shed right now. Of all the places to put housing, that one makes sense, but it's not going to be affordable housing. Right. And I don't understand why the city you know, punted as the Free Press, you know, Times Free Press headline says on this church-led housing project. I mean, this is a local church group, Mm -hmm. the Greater Tucker Missionary Baptist Church. They wanted to get three acres rezoned near their church and put up affordable housing, 79 apartment units. I think it was senior living care specifically. Why why does the city even have a say in that? Why can't the church just do what it wants to do? Well, because zoning law. (laughs) That's why. Mighty, that doesn't make any sense. Well, actually, the duh thing was this, and it's very simple. I want to warn you, by the way, I do have a rather extended flex. I'm I'm just going to be be fast. Uh, Thailand, the prime minister of Thailand has just declared that every home will receive by mail, how they're going to do this, I do not know, a full-blown cannabis seedling, a pot plant. He wants every home in Thailand to have its own plant, which will produce about two kilograms a year. Hmm. And you, of course, would then have the seed stock to replant for medicinal purposes. This is, of course, a nation that still leans heavily toward traditional Orthodox Eastern medicines, and they believe in herbal remedies and homeopathic stuff. Mm -hmm. And every single household will be required to have a medical-grade pot plant in their possession. Well, dang. How, I, I mean, I'm talking about this is high-quality stuff. What if I kill everything I touch? Uh, I said for people without green thumbs. Because <laughs> that's me. But they, you know, there's so, so many different ways you can use it that don't necessarily involve smoking it or eating it and getting high. Yeah. But I'm just going to suggest that there is an underlying motive, which is if your entire populace is stoned, it's easier to get over on them. 
Well, there's, it's just that simple. There's that, yeah. I mean, we're a heavily <laughs> medicated society, not as medicated as people will be if they actually have big buds to roll up every single day. I, I don't know and about they that. they won't care as much about things. I don't know about that, as actually. As long as the chocolate chip cookies keep coming in. I mean, Americans That's are... That's a very smelly proposition. I was going to yes, say, I is. can't imagine the smell in, in Bangkok. <laughs> but imagine <laughs> Americans are heavily over-medicated. I mean, we're all on opiates and antidepressants and amphetamines. I mean, I think it's pretty easy to get one over on us, too. What are you doing? All right, Jen. All right. Something tells me that the introduction to intuition, which is happening at the Chattery Friday t- tonight uh, from 6 to 7.30, is going to do go very well. $33. Learn to better trust your instincts. Saturday is the Emo Night Tour at The Signal, uh, happening at 8 o'clock, $15. Throw it back to your emo days with a dance party featuring music from Fallout Boy, Panic at the Disco, My Chemical Romance, and more. Those are emo? That's not really emo. Well, that's what they No, it falls right into their wheelhouse. American emo, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where's the uh, Fields of the Nephilim? That was Stone emo. Roses. Yeah. <laughs> the Cure. Plan Ahead. Um, Real Rock 16 is happening Thursday, May 26th from 6 to 7 p.m. at Rock Creek Riverside. Uh, $15 in advance, $20 at the door. This fundraiser for the Southeastern Climbers Coalition features guest hosts, the Northern, the I'm sorry, the North Face Athlete and Cedar Wright. Uh, enjoy a night of films, beer, food, prizes, and more. And lastly, the Songbirds Foundation will host an exclusive screening of the Emmy Award-winning documentary Songbirds. songbirds yeah, yeah. Well, which songbirds explores has the it, it explores the uh, closing of song of the Songbirds Museum during the height of the pandemic um, on Sunday, May 29th. Yeah. it's a fundraiser, and we'll also feature a red carpet uh, raffle for a free guitar and more. And Strawberry Festival this weekend Correct. up in Dayton. At Quality Tire Pros, we look forward to keeping you on the road in 2022. If your ride is running as rough as the past two years have been, stop in today. Let us check it out. For a quality ride and one you can count on, we carry great tire brands like Michelin. No matter what you drive or where you've driven, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard. Pimp's Corner, Jen gets two sentences. Yes, I'm going to do one story. Brought to you by Chattanooga Safety Products. Kane Brown has released a new cereal called Kane Crunch, both spelled with a K. Uh, he's partnered with PLB Sports and Entertainment, a.k.a. the creator of Flutie Flakes. For the launch, the Cocoa Rice cereal will be sold in Wegmans and online at CaneCrunch.com. Wegmans. His top uh, song on Spotify, his most listened to, is 437 million spins on Spotify. Good to grief. quickly put that in perspective, Alive, Pearl Jam's uh, song, most, yeah. li- most downloaded, most listened to, yes. 375,000. Oh. So he just smoked. Uh, Lauren Elena's top is 100. I'm making up the numbers now, but it's, it's in the 150 range. His top song is 437 million spins on Spotify. That is... It's, uh, it's, it's mind-blowing, this that is, dude. That is how many? 437 million. I don't that understand. Is, that is essentially four and a half platinum records. Four and a half it's platinum unreal. records. All right. Wow. That's like several African countries. Just for the record, I had a bunch of other ones, but I'll save those. Oh, I know. Sorry. Well, hopefully they'll still be, they'll be relevant. compliant with Monday. Yeah, they will. Imagine, like, all of Nigeria listens to Kane Brown. Russell the Love Muscle has <laughs> his turn to flex, and he said, pay attention. This is going to be important. I'm, I'm going to be really, really, really unpopular today. 
All right, and I'm okay. not I'm not saying this to get one over on anybody or to offend anybody, but uh, if you're offended, uh, too bad. I don't care. <laughs> so let's get this out of the way first before we get to offending people. Uh, this segment is brought to you by Color Creek Press. They handle all of our t-shirts, Color Creek Press. You can find them online, colorcreekpress.com. They do custom apparel, or you can bring them the apparel you want them to print on. They do custom screen printing uh, with uh, your design. It's eight colors total they can go up to. We're using one. And our lovely t-shirts yes. are made by Color Creek Press. Let me, let me mention this. We are out of the XXL size. We do still have large we're running gin ragging on this keep it up we have xl <laughs> large small and medium left all right so i've got about a page uh in in google docs form Piss me off. all right you ready yeah. uh i've seen a few bumper stickers in my time but one of the ones that stuck out to me was one which said the founding fathers will be shooting by now and i saw this in i think it was bradley county on my way to cleveland and it seems like kind of an extreme message you know kind of hyperbolic but it deserves some analysis, right? So firstly, uh, this is sort of on a side note as an interesting statistic talking about the tyranny of the minority. Between 40 and 45% of colonists were patriots, which is to say they supported the revolution at the outset. Uh, the majority at the outset were actually loyalists. Yeah. However, when the fighting started and it was clear that the patriots could not only equal the British in warfare, but actually could win at Lexington and Concord, the loyalists fled their rebelling colonies and headed for what would later become Canada. So Canada is a nation of wusses for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> at the time the revolution kicked off, uh, the people who would become the founding fathers were radical political extremists. Some of them, like Jefferson, were almost even anarchists, like on, on the line. When the Articles of Confederation were drafted, which was, in case you don't know, the first Constitution of the United States before the Constitution, there was no executive branch and there was no judicial branch. So no president, no Supreme Court. The states would govern how, uh, well, they would govern how they would govern themselves, right? So after Shays' Rebellion almost violently overthrew the Massachusetts government, which is what sparked the signing of the Declaration, sorry, the signing of the Constitution, Thomas Jefferson, who was at the time serving as ambassador to France, said in a letter to James Madison, quote, a little rebellion now and then is a good thing. This is after they almost overthrew the government of Massachusetts. Keep that in mind. Tange Cox, which is a funny name, I know, was a political writer. He started out as a loyalist, but later switched sides in 1788. Uh, said in 1788, I should say, the unlimited power of the sword is not in the hands of either the federal or state governments, but where I trust in God, it will always remain in the hands of the people. And then earlier in 1787, again, before the Constitution was drafted, around the same time it was being written, he said the militia, who are in fact effectively part of the people at large, will render many troops quite unnecessary. They will form a powerful check upon the regular troops and will generally be sufficient to overawe them. He really said this. We all learned this one in middle school, too, and I think it bears repeating. George Washington's farewell address, he said this. This is after he had served his term as president, so we're a little bit further in American history now. Terms. Term, yeah, terms, multiple terms. He said the alternate domination of one faction over another, sharpened by the spirit of revenge natural to party dissension, he's talking about political parties, which in different ages and countries has perpetrated the most horrid enormities, is itself a frightful despotism. But this leads at length to a more formal and permanent despotism. The, the disorders and miseries which result gradually incline the minds of men to seek security and repose in the absolute power of an individual, and sooner or later the chief of some prevailing faction, more able and or more fortunate than his competitors, turns this disposition to the purposes of his own elevation on the ruins of public liberty. That's exactly what I was saying earlier. 
So now you have an idea of what some of the founding fathers thought about rebellion, about taking up arms, and about the dangers of political divisiveness. And you're probably going to think, I'm going to apply this to today. No, I think the founding fathers would be shooting by now. In fact, I think they would have been shooting in 1862 when the Internal Revenue Act was passed, in 1913 when the Federal Reserve Act was passed, and in any other instance when in which... When we came off the gold standard. When we came off the gold standard in the, in the early 1970s, right. Americans don't understand how drastically the current system has departed from where we used to be. Now, the Founding Fathers, as a general rule, didn't do a whole lot of shooting. No. But they were certainly supportive of those people that did. George Washington is, of course, the exception. Yeah, the exception to the rule. Freedom is, of course, inherently dangerous. Freedom of speech means the worst person you can think of right now has the right to express his opinion. On Twitter. The right to bear arms means the public outguns the military 10 to 1 and makes a foreign invasion basically impossible. But we're complicit. We're soft. We're wusses. We're Canadians now. I am too. If we really believed what the Founding Fathers believed, well, I'll let you uh, draw your own conclusion from that. That is my flex. Um, Jefferson was essentially a universalist anarchist. Most, mostly uh, agnostic. He was what um, you would call at the time a deist, yeah. Yeah, a deist for sure. Tennessee American Water Company since 1887, speaking of things back in the past, that's a long time ago been providing this area with all of the water we use every day in the region one way or the other it's coming through tennessee americans so give them all the props you can they do a wonderful job we got high quality h2o around here as the water boy said uh all right it should be stated the uh, opinions of me do not reflect the opinions of any of our sponsors regional roundup shotgun shout outs mentioned the residences along the riverfront mentioned chris thomas leaving was going to touch on that Higher poverty rates in the South. Uh, we pay more out of our paycheck in TVA area, basically all of TVA areas, than other households do around the country because we just plain make less money. It's yeah. just that simple. This is a big study that's actually on the front page of the business section of the Times Free Press today. And Mississippi, here's the TVA territory. Mississippi, 18.4% of the people in poverty. Alabama, 13.9%. Kentucky, 13.8%. Tennessee, 13.1%. United States in general, just 11% in poverty. So, yeah, a larger portion, even though we have cheap power, we pay more for it out of our household budget because we don't make enough. Right. We don't make as much. For the cost of living around here, it's been enough. That's changing. That's changing, as we all know. Yeah, it's sort of a weird trade-off, right? Because Southerners, uh, generally in our area, we don't have a very high cost of living, but we don't make as much money. Better Business Bureau gives torch awards for ethics to companies, and uh, the big winner was Southern Champion Trey. They're a stalwart around here. Heck yeah. They have it you know, broken down for how many employees they have. IHM Certified Public Accountants, congratulate them. Double Cola Company, I really thought we'd have Double Cola as a sponsor here. I've just not been able to get with the big folks and make that happen. That's my fault. 11 to 49 employees. Damn and it, Ladybug Exterminating Company for 10 employees or less. What a cute <laughs> name. I like that. State yeah. by State News, uh, Manette Bay, Alabama. $2.5 billion aluminum plant at the Gulf Coast will mainly produce metal for drink cans. About 1,000 jobs in that one. Atlanta, Georgia, early voting ahead of the state's May 24th primaries, breaking records, defying the historical trend of low turnouts in years without the White House at stake. Nashville, Tennessee, after serving 30 years of a life sentence for the fire that killed his girlfriend, 65-year-old man has been declared innocent and released from prison. Wow. Wow, okay. How do you make that up? Raleigh, North Carolina, the number of children in the state who died by homicide or suicide has doubled in the past decade. Holy that cow. is absolutely amazing. Homicide is the leading cause of death 
among children 1 to 17 in 2020. That's unbelievable. What's changed, I wonder? Everything. Everything. Why are people killing each other? We'll wrap this puppy up. Top of the pops. I have a quick top of the pops. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, There will be a a public memorial for Naomi Judd in Nashville, and you can watch the whole thing on CMT, who will broadcast the service Sunday at 6 p.m. As we know, Naomi Judd died this past month. She was 76. The celebration of life will be hosted by both daughters, Winona and Ashley, at the former home of the old Grand Old Opry. Hmm. This is a simple one. You guys want to see what the end of the world really looks like? Okay. That's it right there. Oh, is that the black that hole? Is, that is the first photograph ever taken of the Sagittarius A, the supermassive black hole at the center of the Milky Way galaxy. Yeah, and believe it or not, even though it looks like a blurry picture of a condom, it is the highest resolution <laughs> that, that picture. That is the highest have. resolution picture ever taken of the thing that we have known was there yeah. since Einstein's day. Yep. And we've just now gotten a blurry photograph like an old Polaroid that was taken by somebody with, you know, Parkinson's. Uh, <laughs> Michael J. Fox takes credit. Uh, so I just got a message on Twitter um, asking if we had any interest in having, uh, I think it's, we would pronounce it, Dagan Beckett, the director of the feature doc Songbird. Yes, I would love yes. to. I, I, Absolutely. I, was, I was going like, to do this that. This is just completely happenstances. This is not live radio. So no. This right. is just when, happening. when I got yes, off today, I was going yes. to put in a request to try to get that guy so in I while will, he was here. I will follow up on that. Um, Sweet. Well, I already have followed up on it, so we'll go from there. (laughs) Um, There's no um. We're done. Thank you very much for listening. Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Thank you to Barry Quarter. Tom Benson will be our guest on Monday, talking about the big folk art sale they got coming up, and, of course, the 30th anniversary of the thing that we can all agree was the, the lighting of the fuse to this area's total reinvention of itself. And uh, the, the, the spark that you really said would created. never work. I said would yeah. never work. I was adamant about it too. Listen to me, I know. And um, <laughs> it showed you just how wrong I can be. I and can Michael Porter, get your t shirt from your brother. Yeah, he, he was looking pretty sketchy and you know, when he walked out. He you know, was. they had a saltwater aquarium in Atlanta. And nobody paid attention. Nobody <laughs> like, cared. why would you think nobody just cared. because? Whatever. Nobody Whatever. Cared. Yeah, they, just, they, well, they. I will say that I thought, you know, a freshwater aquarium. Okay, yeah. let's just go swim in the lake. Yeah, I was going to say, just put on <laughs> hey, a mask. Hey, what do we got? Some brim? Put on a mask. Hey, here's another sunfish. Yay. Yeah, yeah, hey, look, there's here's, a bass. There's a bluegill. Wow, it's a big day. Hey, a gar. Oh, my God. Catfish removed from <laughs> Lake Winnipesoka. <laughs> yeah, carp. Those here, crazy here, carp. Here's yeah. some giant child eating carp. Uh, Oversized goldfish. All right. Thanks for listening, guys.